Welcome to another edition of the podcast. We are bringing back our good old friend Gonzo. And uh, today is May 3rd. Just trying to get it straight on a Sunday. And uh, here it comes. I think you're going to enjoy this one, people. Yo, yo. What up, what up? What up? Are we live? We're live, baby. Busy, busy. Diggity, diggity. I've been busy, busy cleaning up my fridge of my drinky, drinky. I'm on my last one. You know what? I'm just out here. You know what I did in the break? Is I I went on a little bike ride. And uh, in my bike ride, I, I live like two blocks from the water, right? And I just des- mm-hmm. I decided to take the bike down to the water, but uh, I was encountered with the uh, fucking train, and uh, I had to make a little move. I had to make an adjustment, and I ended up on the train line, riding my bike against the train, which is going about sixty miles an hour. And I could feel the wind in my face, and it was just beautiful. It's just beautiful. That's awesome. You did that when? Just now. Oh, shit. That's how you take your smoke break, huh? That's how I take my smoke break, my chew break. Well, speaking about smoke breaks, we should call Gonzo. We don't want to keep him waiting. Yeah, we, we don't we don't want to keep our guest waiting. Jesus. Well, his time is... He's already, we're two minutes late. God damn it. His time is valuable. So let's... Let's bring in uh, Mr. Gonzo. We'll just start the show off like that. We'll bring in uh, Gonzo and uh, continue our discussion about whatever we were talking about. Waiting for Mr. Gonzo. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Hey, what's happening, man? <clears throat> Not too much, man. We're just uh, bringing you back for... Are we on or what? Are we're, we on? Yeah, we're live. Oh, oh shit. Oh shit. But Fucking it up already. <laughs> hey, we're already running a little bit behind. Excellent. There's nothing wrong with a little behind. So. Oh, well, I, know. I haven't seen any little behinds lately. Yeah. yeah, not in Washington. Oh. It's more like a drive-in theater screen, you know. the omni screen yeah but nothing it's just white and it it fills the entire eye you know you know gonzo you come in so good on the uh mix here uh we just thought we'd have to bring you back for another part two of uh our show and another uh, round of jocularity yeah and you know (laughs) we haven't put this on iTunes or or YouTube yet, but it is out there on SoundCloud, and we have a whole five listeners, whole five, and uh, excellent. Yeah, we're we're trying to make Did this. You plug in your phone, Brett. What? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Did I plug in the phone? Oh yeah. I had to charge my phone too. That was another reason why we had to take a break. 
Well, actually, this is kind of a way for people, uh, I guess, to kind of communicate. They're actually communicating more now than they did before. Well, um, kind of at... interesting, and they're finding out, you know, how how unable they are to communicate. <laughs> That's what they're finding. I look at it like this: like you know, when we we used to have the, our days, these conversations used to happen in the garage, and now yeah. can, now we can make them accessible for people online. And yeah. I think they're great. The Garage 2.0. Garage 2.0 is basically what this is. I mean, we haven't really labeled what this show is going to be called. We've we've come up with a couple of di- different names. Uh, one of them is the Brooks Yard. And yeah. another one is... Uh, Sphincters on Parade. You know. <laughs> like that. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, and, you know. And, uh, a little body. Yeah, look, yeah, you know, little body. We'll consider it. We could go all the way. We could go all the way back to the eighties and call it Max Headroom. Uh, yeah. You know yeah, like, what? Uh, I don't know if they they might have a copyright on that. Still, that you don't want to do that. We've also called so. it the Speakeasy. Um, so yeah. I don't know. Call it the no gag reflex zone. That's a good one. No gag. Re- I, I'm pretty sure no one on iTunes has that as a title. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we just we didn't lose half of our we didn't lose half of our audience. We lost hey, the, the, our potential you, audience. You want listeners? You want a title that says, "I got to listen to that shit." That sounds good. You know, just in the title. Well, I think I think I mean you're dealing with people who conversate with emojis. You know. Um, you don't have to be real clever. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> oh, I'm insulting the audience already. Excellent. Okay. All right. So let me ask you. Let let me ask you this, okay? Because like Gonzo and I met through Diggler. Diggler and Danny worked together. Is that is that is Diggler that... and Danny is the same person? So so so, so bring me back. How did Diggler and Gonzo connect? Uh, you want to take this one, Danny? You want to tell the story? Actually, I don't remember our first round together. Well, okay, I'll tell it that because we're wasting our time. No, we actually <laughs> met at the track at, uh, at uh, Chambers Bay. Uh, he was a caddy there, and uh, people were telling look, kinds of fun stories about hanging out with Danny and, you know, like at Vegas and stuff. So I gave him some, you know, quiet ribbing. I nicknamed him Bugs. Uh, for a certain reason, because he performed certain acts like a rabbit. So I started calling Who him Who did Bugs. that? What's that? You called, oh, you called me Bugs? Yeah. Bugs. Okay. Well, our, our, our audience knows him as Diggler at, at this <laughs> point, the whole five of them. I thought Bugs was way better. But, uh, you know, as, as we've... Uh, as a relationship developed and everything else, I just call him Brooksy now. And, you know, we, we actually, I knew him for about a year. We didn't start hanging out for about a year, you know, uh, doing the skins game and then going to his house yeah, and yeah. hanging, and, you know. The, gra- you, you the, know garage, the garage era. Yeah, the old garage era. I forgot the garage, street that was on. The garage, 43rd, 4305 South L Street. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could go back. I wish I could go back there. It was a nice little spot. But the thing too is that we kind of bonded extra when we went to Tahoe. Me, yeah. you, and uh, a friend that won't be named. 
Uh, we did a little drinking the night before. Oh, no, no, let's name him, man. Let's name him. Just say uh, it. What was his last name? Oh, Ken Marsh. Yeah, hey, Ken, if you're listening, I, you know, you still owe me like 500 bucks. So anytime, <laughs> man. Anytime, man. I'm waiting. Oh. Could use it right now on COVID, thank We should bring old Ken Marsh on the uh, show. Yeah, so, oh, no. by the way, anybody no. listening, do not lend no. money to Ken Marsh, okay? Ken Marsh. <laughs> Ken Marsh, well, hold, you on, got hold it? on, hold on, hold on, let's get back on track. So, me, you, and this unidentified first. Ken <laughs> Marsh. Me, uh, jackass. Ken we, Marsh. We drank the night before because we knew we had to, uh, we, we were just celebrating because we were going to do this uh, uh, pro-am for the ladies' professional tour up in uh, Seattle area. And uh, we're, we're all three of us are pretty veteran chatty, so I mean, we can kind of do stuff with our eyes closed. And we're just having good times like normal. And then all of a sudden, we realize we got to go. Like, I tried to go take it like a 50-minute nap because that's all the time I had left. We drank all night. We smoked all night. We just watched South Park or whatever in the garage and play pool. And and uh, anyway, and who like, drove? You well, hey, fucking <laughs> the responsible, <laughs> the responsible one. Yeah, Uncle Gonzo. <laughs> Uncle Gonzo. Uncle took care of his kids. You took care of the nephews. You're like you're like Uncle Pop. Yo, yeah, yo, right. Yeah, yeah everybody is a 93 guy. Buick Regal, you know? Total chick <laughs> magnet. <laughs> he, 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 he keeps this thing up in, like, tip-top shape. And we were so drunk, they wouldn't let me fall asleep. We went and got a, another 12-pack, 6-pack or 12-pack for the ride up. And me and you got there with... with Mr. Unidentified Kenny Marsh and uh, and this back room we Kenny? Kenny Kenny proceeded to open the door we parked on the because they have three nine hole courses up there so they blocked off one nine holes just for parking for the event and uh, Kenny jumps out of the car and just and then we're like hey that's a great idea we've been drinking all night so we all yeah, and we just and then we walk over to the caddy shack and we get our vest and we're sitting there and I remember like a month later a gal came to me as caddying with her and, and uh, she was one of the newbies down at Chambers Space I didn't know her too well but uh, I got to hey, I mean she she knew how to caddy and stuff and she goes man when you guys are up at that uh, the Holly thing man you guys really we could tell. And I was like, oh, thanks for letting me know now. <laughs> but we, I mean, but remember, we did we did two loops. It it rained at one point. Our socks got soaked yeah, wet. Yeah, we did 36 and on no sleep. And then Kenny, Kenny did 18 and he went into the caddy shack. He walked in there like he fucking uh, was a pro caddy. Remember that? He's yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Yep. Total jackass. Told Couldn't even man up. You, the trooper, on the way home. Fuck, you yeah. were almost by Braille. Oh, yeah, man. It's, I think uh, we got that soft drink. That kept me going, you know. But, yeah, you guys tried to fucking kill me. I still took care of you. I never charged you for it either. It's amazing. 
<laughs> uh, we went. To, we went to speed limit. We, but, you know. But, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. But actually, just for the record, Danny was so cool because I know he left twenty dollars in the back seat. Thanks, Danny. That was really nice. Pretty oh good. shit! I've been looking for that. Oh. Yeah, oh no! You're fine. It's I spent it. I spent it on candy and records, man. So, uh, well, so, <laughs> so we we have a blacklist from this podcast, and uh, there's two people for sure blacklisted. I'm going to keep saying it. Um, homeless Matt Sweeney, definitely not. Okay, a, yeah, he he's living in uh, apparently. May I hook up in front of your house? He, he's got. Is some, he is, is he really homeless? Well, I mean, he's got a. No, I guess he's, he's got, got a home in front of his parents' house in a trailer he bought. That's in front of it. I mean, I would say that's homeless. You're living on the street. So, yeah. So what a man that guy is, huh? What a man. He, homeless. He's, he's, what a man. Not, what a man. He's not, just, he's not just living in the street. He extends. He has these extensions on the side of his trailer that goes more into the street. Oh, but he, does, he doesn't do it. He doesn't. He doesn't do it all the way because that would be rude. And yeah, you see, actually, I, that's it's that's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's just that it's Matt Sweeney. Homeless, so, you know. homeless Matt Sweeney is what we refer to him as, and he's banned from this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I mean, let's put it this way. Before COVID hit, uh, Matt Sweeney was uh, spiritually homeless anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> not much change. I love it. I love it. And the, <laughs> and, and the other person we've banned, uh, we had him on, actually, as a guest. And okay. His, you may have met him. Uh, he's backroom Kenny. Are you from, oh yeah, he's he's an interesting, oh young Kenny. He's an interesting character on his own. Yeah, hey, at, at, at least at least one of the guys had a chance to be on the podcast. We didn't, yeah. we didn't even swing well, maybe maybe, maybe I think he didn't the chance. He probably just bought a new bong and he was breaking it in. You know. Well, we had about no, well, well, we, a lot we, of metal. We yeah no ah, shit yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, he was high stone. That'll that'll make you goofier than you won't believe. And if you're bored already, then you and know. if you want some proof, you can check out, you can check out his episode. It's clearly labeled as Backroom Kenny, but um, Backroom Backroom Kenny. No, he's, he's a nice kid, man. I like him. He's a nice kid. He's a nice kid, but uh, he really is. He's really he's, he's really nice person. He's li- he's a little snarky, and I wasn't digging that. So he's he's been he's been banned for at least six months. Oh, so he was snarky a little bit. I. I don't agree. I don't agree. I think that. Uh, well, and hey, if I don't want to do this, I know how to do it. I just got to get snarky. Get snarky. Yeah, get, I just got to get snarky. I want to hear snarky, Gonzo. Oh, I would, I would, I would like to know the definition of snarky before Gonzo actually does it. I don't know the definition. <laughs> that's never no. been an attitude. That's never been an attitude I've like avoided from people. Snarky. I, I've that. never, no. I've never ducked from an opportunity for a smart ass comment. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but that's not snarky. Well, that's if it is, if you make it, if it is, make it personal. Okay, here's okay. here's a Gonzo snarky comment. When somebody I really is annoying me, and I really don't give a shit out about it anyway, and they're complaining about their life and stuff, and I said, "Man, it sounds like you got it real tough." You know what I'd do if I were you? I'd kill myself. That's well, not well, you know the best the best thing I ever seen Gonzo do. This is the first. This is not the first time, but this is the first great memory 
I've seen Gonzo come up to a group that me and him were both catering to. So he had two, I had two. We go up to the range, and I introduce myself, and I realize one of the guys is a, a preacher or a father or a pastor or something. And uh, he's very religious. And uh, Gonzo comes up behind me. I didn't, like, get a chance to run back and be like, hey, Gonzo. <laughs> these guys are kind of religious because most of the time Gonzo comes up and he just throws a an icebreaker out there and he just sees how far he can get with a good joke you know like you know most people would just giggle you know and so he goes out there and I didn't get a chance and I see him coming I'm going oh shit oh shit oh shit and I go I, I, I can't do anything that like he's already in his mode you can tell Gonzo when Gonzo looks at you and he has certain eyes He's just like, he's like, I think I got these guys figured out. I'm just going to throw this out there and see how it rolls. <laughs> so he threw it out there. It was the most, he was talking about a hooker or some shit, you know, in the back of your trunk. Oh, no, no, no. I picked up his bag. No, it's a great joke, man. It's like, what was your joke? Let me check I need out to hear bag. this. I need to hear this. I don't think I've heard this. Oh, yeah, you picked up his bag. That's yeah, it. I said, wow, what do you got in here? A dead hooker? <laughs> oh, to a priest? Yeah, that was a, that was the pastor's bag, <laughs> and he laughed. He, he did. The, all the, all the, three, did. the three guys around him. The three guys around him was like, oh, ooh, oh. But he just he he enjoyed the comedy. Hey, has this been proven? Okay, has this been proven? Preachers really know what that joke's about. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> dead, dead hookers. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to figure out what's the real story now. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Like, I met Gonzo in the garage. Gonzo in the garage, and uh, you know, ever since then, he's been a, uh, I, you know, just one of those people that uh, you, 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 you like hearing from. You like having her around. You're making me all moist and runny. <laughs> That's what, I was shooting for that, brother. <laughs> Put it this way. If you're fortunate enough to meet a guy like Gonzo, you just like go, oh, cool. I'm always going to make sure I... I you're listen, a straight-laced guy, Gonzo. Listen, I always knew... Was, uh, I, I, I always knew... You take care of nothing. I always Yeah, knew. yeah. I mean, yeah, if, as long as you're not like a total douchebag, you know, I'm willing to take a gamble. I think my thing is, I, I, you know, I think I wish more people had this attitude, and it's not organic. I just learned it because it's easier. When I first meet somebody, you got carte blanche with me, you know? It's only yours to lose. And most people do a very good job of it very quickly, and I appreciate that. And you've, you got, you've got the perfect nickname, uh, <laughs> Gonzo. You look at Gonzo. I'm sorry. You look. You look at Gonzo, and he's got <laughs> this fucking wild ass blonde hair, and it's just like fucking like what's it's this? It's more Auburn. He's got Auburn hair. I mean, I'm sure yeah. he. Uh, he's got professional treatment on that. It's so nice and luxurious. No, no, it's all organic, man. You know, um, I'm a I'm a, a Mexican Jew uh, with some German in it. You know, it's. So you're saying you live actually out, my you, foreign name? You live, you live out of the world. My own cigarette. That's how cheap I am. You know. Yeah, that's that's how we met. I, I'm pretty sure he's like I'm hardworking Mexican Jew, 
and I'm hard like, working Mexican Jew, man. And I'm like, all right. I can tell you where I've spent every more. nickel since 1980. You know. <laughs> but seriously, you you are hard you are hard hard working uh, Mexican Jew or whatever the fuck you want to be called. <laughs> Danny's got this fucking phenomenal story, and it's about uh, helping you out in your yard. So he goes out to your yard, and you're like, yo, I need to jump in the septic tank. And you do it, and you have Danny literally string your ass down there, and you get stuck. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't move for, I didn't move for about a half an hour. He goes, pull me up, and I go, I can't. I was stretching my arms out of, uh, over the manhole just to hold him up. I was no, I was I was wedged in. I was told I was just in a weird position. You know, it's just weird position. And once I was wedged in, I figured out I had to take out, uh, you know, this little pump pipe apparatus because I couldn't fit around it. You know, and get into it. Got stuck. And then my Magilla Gorilla niece came out and just popped me out of there like the cork out of a bottle of wine. Thank God she showed up. I thought I. But then, no, the best part of the story, we take that out, and then I go back in the septic tank. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like I said, it's, uh, if, if I had to pay somebody to do that, they'd want anywhere from seven to ten grand. And it's like, fuck that shit. I'm going to risk my life for a day. I'm going to risk my life for a day. My septic tank, my gig. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, you got to understand. You got to understand. All he needed to do was he already cleaned out the the septic tank was empty. He got it all cleaned out, but there was some cracks in the wall. So he was repairing just cracks in the wall. So yeah. he was like, "Yeah, it's not a big deal, you know." And he goes, "Hey, if you could be here to kind of just, I don't want you to jump down there with me, but if something goes wrong, you know, you're here and then something you know, goes wrong. Some hey, something went wrong." Yeah, my dad was out there. He's 84. He can't move real fast, you know, so I needed some, you know, needed some backup. <laughs> he likes yelling at you. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's been that way a long time. I got to let him do it, man. He's, <laughs> I got to ask you a question. He I got why I left home at 18, you know. It's like, well, this is kind of why, you know. So I went in the Marine Corps where I would be yelled at a lot less than I was at home, so. Where you would like it. But the... <laughs> The thing is, you you went you went back not because you needed to, because you wanted to help your your family, your dad. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I got the same thing going on too. Is that yeah. I don't trust anybody other than me to take care of them. Gonzo, what? Know, and so, Gonzo. Yeah, and it did. You know, I just had to give up my professional music career. <laughs> well, what year did you join the Marine Corps? Um. Just to go somewhere, man. What year? Uh, 78. Wow, that was How long are you at? Controversial time. Five years. Yeah, that's a, I'm an old guy, man. That's a long time ago. And then, and then you, when you came back, uh, you're blowing the trombone. Yeah. And, uh, well, you went, to, you went to a school. Yeah, I went right to college in a, in a major music program. You graduated. Got out one yeah. week, and two weeks later, I was at Cal State Northridge. So, wow! Yeah, and you, you yeah. passed with flying colors, and then nailing, nailing everything that fucking moved. I was kind of a <laughs> curiosity beyond the Marine Corps. Chicks were curious, and I was accommodating. It was kind of cool. 
Hey, Marines so. can smash whatever they want. They're the biggest, they're the baddest. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, get, yeah, you just... Get in, uh, get in it, where you, you fit in. You get good at taking an ass whooping. That's what it is. Get in where you, you fit in. You can take an ass whooping and you don't even blink, you know? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> He's got all that and he still has a big horn. What you got? <laughs> you know, it's like, no, but you're, you're doing all that stuff and uh, you wound up uh, on the Johnny Carson show a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, it did it had had some real good stuff happen? You know, a lot of yeah. recording sessions, movies, and uh, some tours well, with people, and you know, what's that one with uh, Foo Fighters? You, you, you're that was a recording just, session. Just a nice little pop. You, you, I remember just being in the garage, and you're like, "Hey, play this song for me." And you're, and the whole time I saw while I was playing the song, every time you're like, you always have this pop, like. That's where you like were doing your thing, yeah. And it was kind of cool watching. It was kind of cool watching because you you know it was something you're just doing just subconsciously. Yeah, but, but uh, more important, you know, as, as you know, I I really can't stand egos, especially even in in the music field. I dealt with it quite a bit. Oh, I feel and, you. On you know, that, even brother. when I when I tell people about what I've done, I'm not so concerned that they see me. Um, in fact, I really don't like doing it. I just did it. It's more important to listen to the music, you know, really more than anything else. Yeah, it's, no, that's, that's the one thing, though. I do remember that time at the Caddyshack when there was that kid talking a lot of smack about this and that, and you just kind of were like, you were hanging out with Poppy and Hernandez, and you know, yeah. you're probably playing, uh, you're probably playing Rummy or whatever, mm-hmm. and. uh <laughs> and the guy is talking about how good he is, and you're like, hey, why don't you get some talent? He's like, what kind of talent you got, old man? He goes, why don't you look at Johnny Carson? Da, 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 this yeah, day, this da, yeah so. that was, it's, I do that. I, I rarely do that, but it was necessary. It, I call that you just serve a cup and shut the fuck up, you know? I'll tell you what. It's, well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I give you a lot of respect because I have worked with so many musicians that are like world class. Uh, yeah. Uh, j- just at the ca- you know the casino I've worked at and just the different gigs I've worked at, and it's not it's you know those guys, the guys that really know how to play, get the least yeah. amount of respect because you know they're uh, a part of whatever the main act is. So right. For, so for example, um, I mean some of the bigger names I've worked with. I mean it's not, it's not like I've been in show business. So much that I've, I I can just name like fucking you know. Uh, hey Brett, hey Brett, how about naming that guy that went into the practice room with you and uh, taught you a couple of chords? John McLean. Uh, yeah. So we've had John McLean up, and I bet sorry, you, you sorry, found so, out that those guys so, were also sorry. some of the nicest people you've ever met too. S- sorry, I said John. Jesus Christ. Hey Brett, Don McLean. Bye bye. Yeah, Miss Don McLean. Complaint. So Don McLean sees him going through. He's walking past the hall, kind of going to a different room. He yeah. sees da- Brett. Danny was Brett, you were in the- Danny wasn't there, but uh, so here's how the story. <laughs> here's how the story went. Uh, we're working with Don McLean. We have him up there at the Skagit Valley Casino for a weekend, and he's, you know, just I, I was getting these vibes. My uncle owns a production company, and I work with him every now and then. And uh, he's telling me that Don McLean 
they've had him before and he was a complete dick. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So we're expecting, you know, you know, high of the high of standards. So it wasn't like that at all. It, uh, no. The time I was with him and uh, I'm in the back room, I'm in the green room. And there's no one back there but me and one of the uh, the stage manager. Stage manager has his own band. He's kind of like my rock, rock coach. He's been teaching me some shit on the guitar. So we're in the back room playing guitar, and he's teaching me some shit. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Don McLean just walks in during our little lesson. And he goes, oh, hey, guys, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just teaching them you know, A, B, and C. And he's like, oh, wow. He's like, you ever... No, th- he's teaching you, he's teaching you uh, D-A-E is what he's teaching you. Exactly. Yeah, right. It's yeah. the chords of every rock to never written. Exactly. So he's teaching me the <laughs> one, two, threes, right? And um, right. I'm I'm playing with him, and it's, it's you know, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a, not an accomplished musician, but <laughs> I've played before, and... I, 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 we're, we're having a good time and Don walks in and he's like what are you guys what are you guys doing and then he grabs literally grabs the guitar out of um, everything okay on your end yeah 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 anyways Don grabs the fucking guitar out of my friend's hand and he goes you ever think about doing it like this and it was like a F C A type thing or A F C type thing. Yeah, D E A. It was a little D-E-A-D. different. D E A D. Yeah. Yeah, some some something around that that realm. And he's like started fucking around with it and all of a sudden we're in a jam session with Don McLean. All three of us. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, should I pull up my phone? Should I record this shit? Because I mean it's fucking Don McLean. And then about... Didn't he teach you a six string? Didn't he teach you a six chord or something? You're saying something six? Something like an eight bar blues. I mean, it's been so long, but something like something like that. But he started talking... No, it, yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's just a, a first aversion chord. It's called a six chord. It's where you put the third in the bass. Something yes 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 you, you yeah could, yeah you're 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 way more the musician than I've ever been in my life so <laughs> I'll yield to I just remember certain words you said when you came home and talked about that because I I remember I think I was your roommate at that time I mean it was a hell of an experience I got to tell you that and I I brought it back and I've had I've had some other experiences like that with the uh, Winona Judd and. Um, uh, Steve Earle, uh, he, uh, yeah, the, yeah, Steve the, Earle, the country country guy. Uh, yeah. So uh, I've had a good time in in the industry. However, this COVID shit is like totally just put a damper on it. Exact through the rest of the year. I mean, I've got a casino that pops with you know. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's it doesn't affect me that much because I'm kind of in a sabbatical up here. You know, in Tacoma, and you know it's so it really you know it. So my thing is basically the same, just that I stay at home. Danny, you got to quit coughing. I know he smokes too many dabs. <laughs> You're ruining the podcast, man. It's just the podcast is like, welcome to Danny's left lung. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still 
still here. I'm still here. <laughs> I was just trying to do some shit around the house. You guys were in such a good conversation. I just started cleaning. So. No, we're just we're just we're just we're just talking about you know a little bit of music. But like, I no, mean, Gonzo, you know, Gonzo's really the musician. I I have just been you know more of a technician. And, yeah, uh, that's how I, we were kind of falling into the podcast right now. Like, I've got a mixer, I've got an iPad that's recording this shit. I've got a f- cell phone that's going into the mixer and a mic that's going in the mixer that's getting yeah. recorded. So, I mean, that's well, how if you've we, got an iPad, you might as well just use GarageBand. You know, that's that's how we're recording this. There you go. There so, you have it. But you know, I mean, GarageBand is the mecha- mechanism of recording. So. There's a piece of me that has a whole entire eight-channel mixer, which I'm not using the full extent of because we just got one microphone and my cell phone being into a, a another mix. That's how we're doing this. It would be overkill. Well, I mean, I could make it probably simpler, but I don't know how I'd get multiple channels into an iPad with only one input. No, you just uh, you just run it out of the mixer and that's then what, convert it. That's what I'm doing. That's, all. that's what we're doing. That's how you do it. That's what we're doing right this second. We got yep. everything going to a mixer that goes out to the iPad. Do you, uh, do you have you worked with Pro Tools at all? Or yes, yes, I've worked with Pro yeah, Tools. Yeah, that's the standard of the industry for recording now. I, I it's all Pro Tools. I, I uh, about there's t- no, there's nothing there's nothing Microsoft about it. It's all Mac. 10, 15 years ago, um, I started learning Pro Tools, and that was my understanding was that it was the standard of the industry. And yeah. the reason behind that was... It doesn't you, fuck up. You use a Mac because there's no latency. Yeah, it doesn't... No, the, the main thing is Macs don't fuck up. Yeah, the latency issue. Macs don't fuck up. That's, you know... They're designed... It's, I mean, anything else, it, it before that, you know, especially with Microsoft stuff and with like a lot of the Microsoft stuff, it's just a different marketing thing. It's like, we want to get it to everybody. So we got to make it affordable and all this. And we're Mac says, well, no, it's really good. And yeah, we're going to charge you for it, but it's going to be good. So it's the know. best. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you have a, you have a Mac, you got pro tools and that's how you're recording. That's the way to do it. But oh, they found that out. They un- found that out early on in the recording industry. You know, un- we have to, we have to come to one, sort of standard because everybody has to you know they have to shift you know like in the industry if if like if you're doing an industry music like music you know movie music you know you got to be able to send this stuff and you know and then you have to notate it and it's all done through you know it's all it's all you know you're communicating with people you know basically through the internet which you would have to you know use couriers and papers and meetings and you don't do that anymore but Pro Tools is the set standard. So what we're doing for this podcast, we run everything. Yeah. We run everything through a mixer. Gets recorded on uh, GarageBand. Gets uploaded to SoundCloud, and then from there, that's where it gets distributed to iTunes and uh, YouTube. There's an RSS feed from uh, SoundCloud. That's basically how that works. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it, it's just amazing how um, how things can be done now. Um, but there is a wave in recording back in L.A. where people are actually going back to tape. 
I don't believe uh, I don't disbelieve it because that was like yeah. the most purest way of doing it. Yeah, it it is. Well, what it is, it's a it's an actual natural sound. And where anything digital, even our voices now, they're they're being they're being recreated over and over. Um, the way you know, digitally, the way you know, they're being reformed digitally every time. And you know, some musicians, it's like that old argument: what sounded better, CDs or records? That really tells you. And, and thing is, with the equipment, the record sounds much better to the ear. It's a warmer sound. Uh, the reason the, what, the, what, the, what it sounds like what it sounds like to me, Gonzo, is you're saying what sounds best is the original recorded, and also too, you're, 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 see, your your hearing is set up in a natural for natural vibrations, and anything that's digital, those vibrations have been taken, reset, and reproduced, and it loses some of its natural quality. So, but you know, for the average listener, they couldn't tell that. Yeah, I mean, which is fine. I mean, you're getting in the really hypercritical area. Yeah, we're talking about like like the, yeah. the, the like millions of seconds. But the way I've been explained uh, is, think of it like a analog clock, where you've got hands on a clock, right? You've yeah. Got, and you've got a digital clock, where a digital clock will go from twelve a.m. to 12.01 a.m., right? But a digital clock will go from 12.01 or 12, 12 a.m. to a bunch in between to 12.01, where digital just goes from 12 to 12.01, where right. you're missing all these seconds, right? Now, condense that further down into music. Like, if you're going to do digital... You're getting things that flipped from one to two to three to four to five, where in an analog system, you're getting every piece, every split second of that, every yeah. everything, right? And that's yeah. and that's what's being missed. So uh, it's it, yeah, it's it's just, it's just the whole thing is like a a filtered sound to a natural sound. That's that's about the best way. It's a filtered sound to a natural sound, and they're both good. One's not. You know, one's not supreme to another. It's just a matter of taste. It also matters but, a, a matter of the the musician. Have you? Have, I, I mean, this is kind of fucking super lame, but to bring up. But have you watched American Idol lately, where they're doing everything remotely? Um. Yeah. Um. You know, I actually worked on that show. Did you? Uh, yeah. In the in the first two seasons, when they ha when they had them go with the big band on stage, I actually played on that. Nice. Um, yeah, um, not a real fan of the show. I, I'd like to. I, I'd like to. I know what it takes to do something like that, but it, it, it's it's a lot like professional wrestling. The people making all the <laughs> money is not the people doing the work. Okay, of course. Um, yeah, it's not the people. You know, uh, it's it's all the uh, it's all the parasites that go with it are making the money, and they're using these people. And their and their courage to do it, um, and you know and that that kind of rubs me the wrong way. And people think, "Oh, it's my opportunity." It's like, no, you're just selling your ass down on Hollywood Boulevard right now. That's all you're doing. So, not to shift gears here, but like, I mean, we talk about music. I mean, we might be losing some of the audience, but who gives a fuck? But like, I I, I want to bring it back a little bit to politics, Daniel. Okay. If you were if you were to ask. Gonzo, 
Sleepy Joe, yeah. Sleepy Joe, or uh, Donald the Don. Who do I think you? Or you know, it's 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 just a no brainer. I mean, um, just you guys just got to go with Joe Biden. But uh, I mean, I would because uh, just just on a pure basis of mental stability. You know, basically Joe Biden, uh, his messianic complex is a lot less than the uh, current executive. Daniel, I would like your input. Uh, we, I think we addressed this before. Um, <laughs> I, I knew exactly what type of uh, politics Gonzo was going to have. And I'm fine with that because me and him don't have to agree on everything. We, we're, just, we're great friends. I respect his opinion and stuff. I don't agree with a lot of it, but um, we're, we we all could look at it as like, hey, we're in a shithole, or we're like in a, you know, what do we do? What do we do? Throw up our arms? Or yeah, we, yeah. I, I got yeah, news for people. people. I, I got news for a lot of people. Out. Most people were in a shithole before. Okay, this is just a different oh. shithole in the in the Biden oh. area era. <laughs> No, no, I mean, as, as things were as pre-COVID, you know, your life was... I mean, here's an example. We had the government shut down. Okay, let me... Let, here's, here's the thing. We had a government shutdown about a little over a year ago. Remember that? With the government shutdown. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. I, I, was, these, I was in New York trying to get a plane, yeah. and TSA was down. Yeah. So, here's the... Here's the there's a government shutdown. Now, you had all these people... And, and uh, you know, they got good jobs. I mean, these are jobs paying anywhere from, you know, 50 to 90 grand a year, right? They couldn't last three weeks. And if you can't last three weeks, you're living in a shithole. And maybe a self induced shithole, but you're living in a shithole. I think I think no matter what, I think most people going through this are going to realize they don't need to spend as much as they earn. Yeah, you know, here's an interesting people, fact: people what's going more conscious about you know, this, budgeting. Stuff yeah, and this is this, here's, here's another fact that's uh, you know, it's kind of every shot in golf makes somebody happy. For the for the first time since 1981, and you remember who came into this story in 1981? It's like there's bank, people are actually saving their money in the banks. They call it money hoarding, but this is what people did all the time. They saved their money a little bit. Well, they, right. didn't, they didn't put it on credit cards. They didn't extend themselves. And they the banks money. hate that. The banks hate that because they, you know, if they don't have you in the in that, you know, administration service charge. They need you debt. Know, yeah, they they say, need America yeah. to be in debt. Yeah. They, they say, oh, we don't want people, we don't want we want to spend their money because that's when we can really bend them over. Well, we, we always know money, that we don't have them. They also want us we to be sick. They want us yeah. to be sick. They, <laughs> they want us to be, yeah, you know, de dependent on hospitals too. That's where that's where I think yeah. you're a little you're a little you're a little off on your Biden prediction because that's what he wants. He wants people to be sick. He wants people. That's where the health care is. That's what the de Democrat mo is, and I think that this yeah. But he's but but Biden's not really for changing anything either. I mean, because he gets a lot of money from the insurance companies and pharmaceuticals too. Exactly. He doesn't want to change it. 
No, hell no. So I don't know why people are worried about health care with Biden because it ain't going to fucking change. It, no, I mean, it, it might get it might get a little more people might get it, but it's still going to no, be a story. We're no, still just propping up insurance no, companies, no, no, you know. No, 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 no. It's going to get worse, bro. Like with, with yeah, no, I agree with you. I kind of you know I, I think George Carlin put it the best. He I, says, you know, right now we're in the middle of a freak show and we got a front row seat. We do, but just enjoy the show. We are. For what it is, enjoy this. It did, don't take it that seriously because it's a freak show. That's all. I, I like. I, I, one I, of the I like that. Yeah, there's a, there's a guy. It's just like the old, you know, the old carnival that come to town. You know, would come to town, and they had the Barker out there. Come on, see the ape girl, eighth wonder of the world, the ape girl. That's the time we live in. Okay. Our entertainment. Okay. Is okay. On. Okay. 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 Let me ask you this. <laughs> that seems like a very beta position to to take because that doesn't give us any power. Pardon me, could you repeat that? I missed it. I said that that puts us in a pretty beta position. That doesn't give us any power. Like, if we're just going to accept that whatever's going to happen is going to happen, yeah. you and I don't have any power over it. But we do. We just haven't utilized it. And I don't see people really utilizing it yet. But it may come to pass because they just could be in too much of a vice and when it comes down to that, people are going to do what they need to do to survive. I agree. Yeah, but the thing is, I think that the pandemic that's going on right now is that we uh, are learning to uh, live on less. Just, just kind of hold it out, let this thing go by. Yeah. And then and financially, I think financially, most families will be better if they will kind of restructure themselves. Yo, yeah, I, no, I, 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 I really do think there's some good things that are coming out of this. People are going to find out there's a lot of stuff that they did before they really didn't need. But I'm shocked. Well, I'm, shocked. Be, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm shocked 100%. percent Danny, hold on a second. Yeah. I am shocked. That there are not riots, there are not people stealing from one another. I'm as bright. Crime is not like gone through the roof. Oh, but yeah, it blows my you, mind. You under you're underestimated how you know apathetic and lazy most of the popular and self involved with technology with the phone thing. It just hasn't gotten that point yet. It may not, but they've been trained to be good little soldiers. My point is this: exactly. we have. We have a culture right now. I mean, this, I'm not making, I'm not bagging on anybody. I'm not making a judgment. But the fact is, anybody that was born from 1980 on, I was saying, well, 1985 on, has never lived in a state where it wasn't constant fear. I agree. They've never any, known what any, it was like. Anybody not, car- I mean, we had it, too, with the Red Scare and Duck and Cover, but this was something completely different. To I, be completely so, paranoid and fearful at all times. You're right. And it, just, so, so, it, it is just not about terrorism. This is when the, you know, everybody that you see, like, for me, like, I'm, I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm 60 years old. Um, if anybody just sees me walking around, most people, you know, anywhere from 20 to 35 is like going, I bet you that guy's a child molester. Because <laughs> they've been trained to yeah, think that. Yeah, but I don't believe that. No, that's, that's, that's the fear thinking. That's the fear thinking. I, you know, th- I don't I, want to, I don't even, I don't say hi to any kid. I don't acknowledge him. Hey, I don't do anything hey, hey, for the fear, that's for that's my that's fear that's of that. that. 
let me ask you a question. If somebody somebody didn't think that, but you were like, you knew they didn't think that, would you be like insulted they didn't think that? I mean, because you know, no, 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 not at all. In fact, I'm relieved when that happens. You you're know, relieved that think somebody thinks just kind of human assault? And, and takes a situation at face value, but it doesn't happen that often. No, uh, but I mean, I, I have a, I have a good like example that. of that. It just happened to me about two weeks ago. I was coming out of a Walmart. And uh, there was a chick parked next to me, you know, and, um, and you know, I'm just walking out to my car, and, she's, and she sees me, and then she starts moving, like, moving faster, getting her stuff put away, like in a panic or something. You know, I'm, I don't look that freaky, but uh, she left her purse on top of her car, and evidently she had her keys, so she started her car, and she started to pull off without the keys, so I very lightly tapped on her window, and she started screaming, mentioning rape and stuff, and and I just, you know, grabbed the purse and pointed to it. And I'm just like trying to tell you your purse on top of your car. <laughs> yeah, your purse is on the car. <laughs> but yeah, they've been thinking, you know, some, you know, oh, any strange man talks to me, you know, rapist or whatever, we're gonna do, we're gonna kidnap you. No. Well, sweet lady, you're not that good looking. Your tits aren't big enough, and I don't have the time. You know. <laughs> let's be real. Let's let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's let's not believe. Let's let's not go the whole full fledged DNC. No. Uh, believe any woman because I think that is fucking bullshit, man. Like, believe any woman. Believe any dog. Believe any fucking man. Like, I mean, really. Believe it's all human, you know. It's yeah, all human. Yeah, let's be it's real. Let's human. be real. Yeah, let's be real. It's all human. Yeah, it's all human. And and that's and when I see that, and I'll I'll reference that, you know, as a little recapitulation back to my point about the you know people and the effect of you know nine eleven and all this. That's all part of conditioning. Totally, people have been conditioned. To think that, and it's sad because it doesn't matter how much you make or how much you spend, you're never going to be happy. You know what's crazy is, is is that okay? So I'm 38. Danny's how old? Are, how old are you, Diggler? 41. You're 60. And you know it's funny. I've known you for at least five years. At least five years. Yeah. And I think that you know that what you're t- telling is telling. You know, I mean, I mean, it's it's of history and I believe it because I have been through enough cycles of life. Yeah. At 38. And are you starting to see a pattern yet? Totally. Totally. Total pattern. pattern. And your pattern isn't far off from my pattern. Yeah. It's the same. You know, it's. It's the way we had a we had a saying in the music business. We'll take this to music again. You're like when somebody would get you know would get like a uh, a gig like that, something that would be a hit. You know what I mean? Like a single or something. Yeah, it's a hit. And you know, if, a, that's and, a and hit. they get a little egotistical. You know, we go like, hey, remember the masses are asses. So you know, it's all it's, marketing, baby. It's all yeah, marketing. Yeah, it's like yeah, I only have two words to say to that, Michael Bolton. <laughs> you know, well, put, put it this way: I will, I, I will say, I will say this straight up. Marketing is literally uh, segmentation of America, right? So, like, any you, you talk about racial profiling, you talk about, uh, oh yeah, that that's all marketing. 
Marketing, marketing marketing has done that and that is what the music industry is so like when yeah. you take a it look it has nothing to do with art or music hell no it has to do no. with how much audience you can pull they 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 have it right now it's got what it's, group of this people is where it's at. i'm not saying bad or good what group of people right can now. you pull with yeah. the most numbers this is this is this is where it's arrived at i hope some younger people listen to this at some point the the executives in this industry already have figured out what you're going to listen to, yep. what's going to be a hit totally. for the next two years as a business model. You know what I've Has got? Nothing Gonzo, to do with music. Gonzo, you know what I've got that would blow your fucking head off? And we're going to have to save it for another podcast because we've only got about two minutes left. But I've got something from Nielsen. Uh, you know, are you familiar with Nielsen ratings and... TV yeah, shows yeah, Nielsen. Yeah. So what they have done is they've broken down the entire American economy and down to 64 blocks based on lifestyle, uh, economy, uh, education, in- income. You know all Education's of it. Education's one, too. You know all of it. I don't have it right in front of me, but like we could do a whole other podcast based on the 64 <laughs> fucking things of, from Nielsen, and it totally relates to music. It totally relates to anything economy. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. they've got this shit broken down, and they know where you live. They know what you do. They know what restaurants you go to. They know what fucking people you talk to. They know the They know how to jerk your chain. Exactly, 100%. On command. Totally. And, <laughs> and, and it's, it's, it's so, like, in, I think from, I'm sorry, I know you're a Democrat, but, like, I think from the whole. No, I'm not. Oh, you're not? I'm not a Democrat. Okay, perfect. I'm not, okay, yeah, per- I'm not a Democrat. Okay, perfect. So I'll take that back. So I, I think of it like this. If you are someone that is so raw, raw left side, you're like, don't label people. Don't You, you don't tell people, you know, what they say and what they do. Don't tell them what they are. You know, like, mm-hmm. l- let them be fucking yeah. tr- transgen. Let them be, let them. Well, actually, there's an equation to that. And what it is. And it's a theoretical political thing. If you're so far right, you become left. And if you're so far left, you become right. I like that because, you know what, you're yeah. th- you're a thousand percent right because, you know what, there are some gay Republicans out there that I was like, whoa, gay Republicans? Are you kidding yeah. me right now? Like, and they, and they are the most far right. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. There's a guy on uh, Cairo Radio. I forget his name. I forget his name. I forget his name. Oh, God. I wish I could just blast it right now, but it doesn't matter. Uh, he is so gay, but so Republican. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I agree with everything you're saying except for sucking dicks. Yeah, well, you know, it's just uh, you like having a beer, he likes sucking dick. You know, it's a, to each his own now. You know, <laughs> which leads me to my joke. You know, how do you know your roommate's gay? <laughs> dick tastes like shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> What's that other joke you say? I'm not gay. My boyfriend sucks. Yeah, I'm not dick. gay. My boyfriend is, but I'm not. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Listen. Hey, I fucking nice little icebreakers, you know. Listen, <laughs> I love having you on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind doing an, a third uh, edition of this podcast. Is everybody? Yeah, up? anytime. 
Anytime, man. Um, we can do another one in about twenty minutes if you'd like. Uh, why don't we? Why don't we? Uh, why don't we take a break? Let's, let's put this for another day, man. I think we shelf uh, it. Let's, yeah, let's shelf it. Let's shelf it for yeah. for. Let's enough. get fresh. You know. Let's, you, you know. You let's can let get some, fresh. You can you can analyze this and then uh, we'll we some, can uh, we can improve upon it. We'll let some you know? news happen and uh, yeah. come back. I think uh, Danny, Daniel Digger. Yeah. So uh, yeah. points you think we could improve upon? What should we bring in the next show? This is probably. Some, I would actually this, like to see. This, this I would actually like time. to see. Uh, I would actually like to see uh, we bring in angry and uh, and uh, we just listen to angry and uh, Gonzo talk about Gad music. <laughs> Steve Gad. I I'd be I yo if you're if you're in for Gonzo I think angry and you and me and Danny as an outsider just talking because he's a coughing. Gr- I think it'll be like a two man death ball. I think we'll play uh, a two man death ball. I, th- I think see who has better stories. Let me start with Danny. Danny is a great observer of music and emotion and what's good and what's not. I think that yeah. I think that you and Steve are are excellent examples of what uh, professional music should be, and your experiences of where you've been and where you, you know what should and shouldn't happen there. And I think that yeah, and, I, and it all, it it ain't all rainbows and puppy dog tails either. It's hard. People exactly. think it's so easy. It's Hard. And I'm there to back you up. It's on, hard. I'm there to back you up that on that yeah, as a technician. It's hard. I have, hey, I, have, right. I have run hey, I have run front of house, uh, you know, monitors and lights for various musicians. So I mean, like, I mean, like, I'm a top I'm, people you've heard of musicians, and I think that uh, that would be a fun one where we just talk about the music industry, but I think that you bring a lot to the table when it comes to politics. I think that uh, you're a bad motherfucker when it comes that you've served in the Marines. So salute to you. And uh, I think that some of your stories are fucking awesome. So I would love to keep you having you on if you're down. Hey, I'm always down for that, man. You know, it's always down. Just, you know, it, it helps. It helps get through these times. You know, you just talk about it and just, Hey man, nobody's getting out alive. You know, lighten up, Buttercup. You know, lighten up, Buttercup. Lighten up, Buttercup. Nobody's getting out alive. You know, use your brain, stay calm. So, I mean, uh, Daniel, like, I mean, Gonzo is a clear cut choice for the podcast. Gonzo, you've been in the uh, Skins game. Who should we bring in for golf from the Skins game between you two? Shaman. Um, I think Shaman's great. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Sean, be good. Oh, crazy son of a bitch! Jesus Christ! Oh God! Wait, 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 Gonzo. You know Shaman? Yeah. I don't, you have know you, have Shaman? Oh. I don't know if you've ever met Steve Shaw. He used to work at Pro Golf way back in the day. He was a Pepsi rep. Oh and, no, uh, maybe I don't know. Him. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. All right, That'll Go- be interesting. Right, I can, Gonzo, you, know, one right. thing, you know, one thing about a, uh, any conversation, podcast, another thing, you know, half yeah. the conversation is listening. Yep. I just listen to you guys. I think that uh, <laughs> I think that uh, whoever you guys suggest, like from our 
circle of friends. Uh, that's who should we have? We should have on next. So I'm thinking like the skins game that was uber popular that Mr. Daniel Dickler Brooks fucking came up with. I mean, 100%. He's the man behind that. I think that yep. I think that uh, we need to bring in uh, another popular person from that to this format. I think that uh, I, ca- I I call on Hernandez. Hernandez. That's next, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's I would like to I would like to know his Latin uh, opinion on today's subject. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Well, we got about I, se- I, we, got, we got about sixty seconds left. So, uh, last thoughts, everybody. Last thoughts. Oh man, um, geez, don't eat yellow snow. Don't you eat yellow snow, says Gonzo. <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> Diggler, what do you got? Last thoughts. Don't stress. Relax. Just yeah. chill. I mean, relax. relax. I mean, what, do you, what can you do? Don't do it. Yeah, relax. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just, you, here's the I'm last just, thought. I'm just making Here, up Here's shit. the last thought. When Give it everybody to me. Give thinks it to me. that they're having it tough, if, if your water, if you have water that doesn't give you dysentery and you got clean clothes, and you're generally not hungry, you're in the top 2% in the planet. It's very true. Stop buying so much toilet, people. Stop if you're, buying if so you're, much If you're in America, paper. if you're in America, make it fucking happen. And I'm t- I'll, yeah. tell you, I'll tell you what, in other podcasts, not today, but I am one of those Americans that I'm trying to make it happen. So, you know what? Yeah. Be proud to be here. Be proud that, that you have access to what you have. Internet is practically free. And you can pretty yeah. much educate yourself on anything you want. So go out there, fucking do and it. And it's really not so much about where you get. It's about the quality of your it's journey. It's about what you fucking learn it's, and what it's you the know. the quality of your journey. What do you know? Relax. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you tuned in at all, us five people. But uh, we love you. And uh, Gonzo would definitely be back. So, love y'all. Uh, let's peace out from here. Bye now. Peace.